Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. <laughs> Your face. Um, don't have John today, just myself, Tomas, and a very special guest, DJ Lynx, a.k.a. Dan. Dan, what's your fucking last name? Because I don't even know it. <laughs> That's, huh? Dan the fucking man. Dan the man? Okay. Dan Lockwood. Dan Lockwood. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just being silly. I was just going to say, you probably don't even know my last name. Government name. <laughs> You're Gubby. Classified. You're Gubby. Um, Dan, supporter of the podcast since day one. Also good friend of any restaurant I've worked at or been a part of. Usually because... Uh, local celebrity chef Ben Denham is involved. Um, True. What uh, I know, I why I wanted to have you on. You know, our conversations have always been good and lighthearted in nature. In the sure. past, usually it was it was the Grand Electric days where I'd sit drunk and uh, hang out hang out with your girlfriend at the time, now wife. Um, Lots of foggy nights. Mylene, lots of foggy nights. Yeah. Lots of foggy nights, lots yeah. of tacos. Drinking bourbon, yeah, eating tacos, listening to grimy hip-hop. I think one of the things that I think... I Okay, let me rephrase that. My fucking brain's still not working. Um, how does like a scrawny little motherfucker like yourself... <laughs> get into some of the grimier edges of hip-hop because like obviously not not to be uh mean or stereotypical or any anything of that nature but like imagine you grew up in canada not a crazy hip-hop nation at the time was it i don't know you tell me yeah i mean i started listening to hip-hop pretty much in the early 90s even the late 80s but you know so like so like when I when I would sit down in front of you in Grand Electric and be like yo play some Gangstar, play some play some of Roots you were like oh okay cool this this guy's okay yes at the same time I like the the Gangstar that you like from Moment of Truth is like probably your, which is like Primo's Magnum Opus that's like the best produced album arguably ever from Primo and yeah. perhaps the best Gangstar album but. For me, it, it's hard to earn. It's the earlier stuff that I grew up on. Like, that's mm-hmm. 94, hard to earn. And yeah. I guess at the time, yeah, even I lived out in, uh, in Caledon in the, in the country and not hip-hop was definitely not the uh, prominent. That. Yeah, that's was, probably some country music shit. Yeah, well, not country, but uh, classic rock, yeah. Yeah. which I love too. But, you know, um, but yeah, got, got into hip-hop in really in, in grade nine, I guess, high school. And... Uh, and yeah, just fell in love. There was some some DJs at at my school that I looked up to and bought mixtape mixtapes from, and then s- decided I wanted to. Uh, are they are they get still kicking it? Myself. It's a good question. Uh, one of them, his name is DJ Quiz. He used to go by Sam. I am. Um, shout out Matt Kemble, but he he was like, dude, I looked up to as a mentor mm. um, at, at Mayfield High School. Um, he was a white dude, actually, but uh, there, was, there was a few really good DJs at, at my school back back then, and um, 
people hustled and sold mixtapes hand to hand and that's kind of how i got into it listening to mixtapes and falling in love with like tracks that other people weren't bumping or you didn't hear on the radio at the time or Mm. see on you know much music it was really like underground shit on mixtapes that i that i fell in love with and Mm. and really took a, a you know a liking towards the the real underground hip hop and it stuck with me. Was there a lot of the like you'd take a cassette and then somebody would like you do you do that weird like double little burn cassette thing? I didn't, but that was like that was that was, that was the era. Yeah, that was the era. Yeah. So and and I mean soon after I guess ninety five, ninety six DJ Mastermind started to really uh run the Toronto scene, putting out mixtapes mm. and doing his radio show. You know, I grew up listening to Power Move, shout okay. out DJX, um, 88.1 College Radio, and then, you know, we took over that. I don't know if you know this, that I ran that Shut radio show for six years, 2005 to 2011, yeah, Mixtape Massacre. So we were on uh, 88.1 every Saturday, 1 to 4. It's the longest-running Canadian hip-hop radio, college radio time slot in uh in Canada and uh, yeah, those are good, good, good years, man. Those are good, fun years. Me and my, my homie uh, Tactics and Seven Thirty, Big Jacks, One Love, the whole fam, Mixtape Massacre family. So, really yeah, good days. Yeah, got a lot of those shows archived, and I think we have. I'm not sure if they're posted online. I'll have, I, they were on Facebook. I'll have to yeah. check yeah, or yeah. on Mixcloud. But um, yeah, anyways. fucking a man. Yeah, man. That's wild. Yeah. He's a little celebrity DJ. I thought you were just my friend. <laughs> no, definitely not celebrity. <laughs> but you know, I did my fair share of uh, concerts and stuff in Toronto, which were yeah. the, a, a lot of fun. Opening up for some of the big hip hop acts that came through the city. And like, uh, like who? Who? Who did you get? Nas you? was probably the biggest Oof. one. Um, Damn son. That was at uh, shit government, I guess back back then. I think. Jesus. Uh, most staff quality we my, myself and my partner dj tactics opened up for most staff when drake opened up for most staff it was i think 2007 so we you know we got to meet meet drake backstage and i remember asking him at the time to come on our our radio show and he was like yeah yeah talk to my talk to my manager and we were like who is this guy I think he is it was like before anyone really yeah, yeah, before, before he had blown up popped. yeah he was opening up for most stuff like who's i don't know if you know i know who was uh, yeah so it was you know different a different time compared to now and uh yeah uh, and Shit, yeah anyways man. yeah we uh d- did a lot of a concert mf doom was a, a really memorable show even though he showed up two hours late and we had bottles thrown at us on stage because the crowd was restless but that was a memorable one um yeah a lot of a lot of shows over the year man so, you know that's like 20 12, five plus years i've been doing that so and with the pandemic i really mm-hmm. uh, miss dj now because everything's well, shut yeah. down but hopefully well i mean and i imagine i imagine like I mean, in part, that's kind of why I reached out to you too, because you did the the intro and and the the little outro thing. Um, I mean, obviously, the beat at the end of it is not is not yours, <laughs> <laughs> not by any. If if anybody listens to it and 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 knows what it is, then you know. But we're not going to say because I think the internet would get mad at us. Um, but like, is is there an element to that where? Because you're you're an old school scratch DJ where you can you can flip back and forth and you can have fun with that shit, you can have fun with turntables and not just like a playlist DJ where you're just like oh fucking push play and I 
do this every couple minutes just to fuck with people. It's like, is there an element of that that you miss that that you wish was still around in in more succession? Like, because I imagine, I imagine that that's where the creativity side of it can explode for you. Yeah, for me, that's like that's true DJing is yeah. you know, two, two turntables and a mixer, but. Um, and not to mo- like you know to talk bad about anyone who wants to use whatever equipment mm-hmm. they they do nowadays but uh there's lots of different different shit that people use i'm not into <laughs> it all but uh yeah lots for me i do shit. i do miss that 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 element it, it you know there is a, a younger generation that is you know learning te- turntablism and how to properly dj but yeah for the most part it's a bit of a lost art form um a lot of people from my era still doing it especially on twitch now right that everyone's mm-hmm. at home yeah um that's like the, the app everyone's on on twitch so you know i check out a lot of my my home friends and people that i look up to dj grouch sweet touch starting from scratch agile a lot of djs from toronto that you know i grew up grew up on and and good friends with and and have dj'd with over the years and uh i haven't done done any twitch streams oh, myself get on just, it, son. just don't have the time or, yeah. or energy right now in my life but you know maybe we'll see I'm, I'm more excited to to maybe get get a night and start playing out again eventually mm-hmm. when the bars open up and That's you can go say. inside and yeah i miss that you know the live the live element i miss playing it at ge or like electric playing at restaurants and bars and shit so i mean i wonder is there is there a joint that you're like do you do have you already reached out to people and you're like yo as soon as as soon as people can come back i want to i want to do a set here i want to do a set there is it or is it just kind of you'll take it as it comes? I mean, I would love to come back to Grand Electric. That's my yeah. ho- that's my home, man. Big I was there for Grand five, Electric. six years. Yeah, shout out Ian and Colin and Nick, everyone from GE, Rob, Rob Tibbetts, who put me on to introduce me to the whole GE fam. Um, nice. Ben, you, um, I'd love to go back there, but you know, we'll see if the timing timing's right. Um, yeah, things have changed a lot since I started DJing there, but. Um, I'd love to do something that, uh, you know, I live on the east side now, Toronto. I'd love to do something at Vatican Gift Shop. It's on Girard East. It's What's a little this? spot that's kind of a little hipster spot on the east. Okay. Close to, like, Like a little, Cubano, ven- little venue spot? Uh, Cubano. Uh, what's it called? Sorry. Black Cubana. Yes, thank you. Like uh, Girard and Jones yes, kind of area. Yes, exactly. Right yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, looks like a bumping spot. I haven't, you know, I'd love, I'd love to do something maybe there or on the east side with... Um, the guys that I did this Rebel Hop night with, we used to have uh, a night at the Piston at Bloor and Ossington area. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we stopped that again before the pandemic and looking for a new home for that. So mm. maybe maybe somewhere on the East End. Bring we'll see. The East End, man. I keep telling people, I'm always like, come to the East End, man. It's quiet. I mean, you're you're East East Toronto now, like East York kind of shtick no scarborough like yeah, scarborough Birchcliff. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. okay technically we're, on the, we're on, right on the border but um i was a westerner for you know 10 plus well seven eight years and then mm-hmm. slowly kept moving to the yeah, east i moved to like leslieville good. area and then now here but yeah east is like it's less saturated i, I love the west but it's le- there's less people there's more uh, i guess hidden gems and undiscovered spots in scarborough mm-hmm. especially and 
um, East York, like it's a little, it's a little more grimy. It's just how I like my hip hop. Yeah, right. It's like, but but it's also if, if you want to go to bed at 10 p.m. There's not a lot of noise. That's true. It's also <laughs> quiet. You can either get grimy or you can turn that's, right that's the true. fuck off. And the older I get, the more I appreciate that. The yeah. quiet, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Jesus, man. Well, I mean, is there? I I know you said there's a lot of like there's a lot of memorable and a lot of not so memorable shows, or memorable, I, I suppose for 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 not the greatest reason. But is there? Is there someone specifically that you remember, maybe an artist from Toronto or one that was in town that was that was just really gracious and just really wasn't, you know, you're like, oh, this person could be a total dick if they wanted to, or not if they wanted to, but like, oh, they're, you know, they've got a they've got a big enough name that they might be a cunt, or <laughs> oh, <let's see> <laughs> oh, oh, pish posh and applesauce. Um, they they could be a, a not very nice person, but right, you're like right. you're just blown away by them. And just like wow, man! Like your class cool, act, cool guy, right? Like cool person, cool person, right? Um, yeah, definitely. There's a few people I got to meet that I think I was surprised that you know they would took the time to yeah pay respects and say what up. Large professor, um, he's one of like my all time favorite producer rappers. Um, got to meet him at a show back at the main source reunion show in toronto mm -hmm. and he's to me he, he's a legend and like he took the time to to say what up and and you know sign my records and like i was a huge fan but at the same time um he we had like a mutual friend and i got introduced and he was just mad cool to talk to listening yeah. to him tell old stories and shit backstage and it, it was just awesome um who you're else? Just, you're just like a kid in a candy store exactly, at that point. Exactly. Like, tell me more, motherfucker. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, sit here for three days and listen to this shit. Totally. Another is Buckshot from uh, and like the whole boot camp click. They were mad cool. I remember opening up for them at um, uh, the Phoenix as well as DITC. So like Diamond D, AG, um, the whole DITC crew. They OC. They came to Toronto. Actually, we brought them there when I was doing the radio show mm -hmm. I did a few a bit of concert promotion too and those guys were mad cool the beat nuts as well um, just like dudes that, who like I looked grew up listening to and looking up to and to be yeah. able to meet them and like drink or smoke or hang out with them and chill with them and talk life and music was was mm -hmm. pretty cool um, probably the most gracious like friendly person i i know in the in the rap game was is master ace who i know through my homie marco polo shout out marco mm -hmm. shiloh um my boy shiloh as well yeah yeah i know mess met ace a few times brought him here for a concert he was here a couple of years ago for one of scratch bastards uh, barbecue jams and yeah yeah i remember got to seeing hang a bunch of posts about that shit and he's he's just man he's on the level he's a real 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 cool guy so um yeah, I, I think a, f a, a few others that that I stand that the, actually the one person who really stands out is DJ Premier. But I didn't meet him here. I got to meet him in New York at a, a studio oh, wow. studio session a couple of times actually a couple of different that, that you like fumbled into or just like weaseled your way into somehow both because I'm like both. I mean my my love for the man's style I think is part of why you and I get along as well as we do yeah. Um, so like how how do you fucking squeak squeak your way into a fucking studio session 
with Primo. So the first time, which was like the pinnacle of you know my hip hop career or life, is just <laughs> meeting him and being in the same room and studio chilling with him was uh, through my homie Bryce Seven Thirty, who had moved to New York as an engineer and was working at Fat Beats and was recording sessions. And mm-hmm. I went down to visit him for a weekend, and he was out in. We went out to Queens and. He got a, a call to say, yo, are you busy tonight? Can you engineer a session for, for Primo? He needs to record a session with Just Ice, who's like, I'm not sure if you know, he's an, an, an old school rapper from the 80s. Okay. Um, I have heard the name, but like, I'm, I was born in the 90s, so right, like, I'm right. still kind of stupid, you know? <laughs> Anyways. Um, Forgive me. You know, I, I, I didn't think he would actually show up. We went to this, it was uh, at a record shop out in, in Queens. Um, think in Flushing Meadows somewhere and uh, like really Queens is it was in the middle of nowhere I can't remember the name of the record shop but it was in the basement of the shop there was a studio and we waited there for a few hours and I think at like midnight or one in the morning Primo finally showed up with his entourage well a couple people and 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 just ice in tow and and you know started lighting up the blunts and taking up bringing up the, the 40 ounces and it was like Again, like I couldn't believe that I was getting to meet this guy and and witness him do his magic. He, uh, you know, pretty much recorded or, or like touched up the beat on the spot and 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 uh, laid it out. And we got to listen to the whole session. Uh, just lay his vo- just ice lay his vocals down and see Primo do some of his scratches. Like it was pretty uh, pretty epic for me. Come, you know, mm-hmm. I was young. I think I was probably in my early 20s at the time so getting to meet him was was yeah definitely one of the highlights of my life and then it happened again I think once or twice more with through uh through the homie Marco Polo who's a producer in New York that Brooklyn-based producer who I DJ for and have done a lot of scratches for on mm-hmm. on, uh, on his songs over the years so Jesus yeah, man, did he did he remember you, do you remember you the second or third time yeah again um <laughs> The, the, the second or third time was he was just working on beats. I think it was, we, like it pass, was at passing through kind of at thing. headquarters in in Manhattan. I think at his at the, the studio, um, he was just working on some beats. And yeah, I was with Marco, and Marco kind of knows him. They ha- they hang out, and so we just came went through and just like checked him and hung out and listened to what he was working on and chopped it up, talked, you know, talked you get, shit. And you, you gave him some Nerded out on hip hop. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You gave and, the goat. watched the goat fucking. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. So, so that was pretty... Uh, wow, man. Yeah, man. I know I take it for granted not thinking back to... Those are some some pretty great memories for do sure. You, do you think you take it for granted? Because while, while you're telling me the story, you've got a big smile on right, your face. Right. You're happy that you got to experience that those elements of life at the time true true yeah i guess sometimes uh you know your life just life moves so quickly and changes that Mm. just it's feels that feels like that time feels so so long ago even djing just you know because of the the pandemic i feel like i've aged fucking four years in the last year because of this i mean you still you still look (laughs) you don't look a day over 30 so like you're crushing <laughs> I'm like if I look if I look as good as you at 41, you don't even have, you barely even have gray hair. Maybe you just keep it real trim. You just keep the sides faded up real nice. You know. Um, fuck man, Jesus Christ, that's gotta that's gotta be such a mind fuck though. Because you're like I grew up listening and idolizing and loving this just one person, not even just the one person, but these this 
this crew of people that surround this one goat, let's say, and then you get to touch base with so many of these people, and you're like, does that does that check off? Like, you know, everyone's got those superficial kind of bullshit. Like, well, this fucking checks a box for me. But like, bucket does list. does yeah, some bucket list shit. Does that like was that ever necessarily like a goal of yours to like just be around? these energies and these 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 people that were so influential in your life yeah not not at the outset at all man no it was just to like to i just fell in love with djing and the art of djing and learning mm-hmm. turntablism and scratch like you scratching and mm-hmm. mixing and beat juggling and um yeah i guess it wasn't until later with the radio show that i started to like get more exposure and and doing opening up at concerts and stuff meeting people but that was never really a goal is just, I guess, uh, you, you know. Just, you added. just wanted something to nerd out on. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm just a, a hip hop nerd, and I just love love music, and that's mm-hmm. that's really, I guess, just came along with it. You know, one of the mm-hmm. the benefits of of yeah, just sticking with something that you love and being passionate and committed to it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess ninety four ninety four I started. So <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> right? or, uh, that make you feel old or what? 30 years or something? Yeah. Hey, hey man. <laughs> yeah. Jesus but, uh, Christ. But yeah, I still enjoy it. I'd love to teach my son, you know, some now, how, some how, old, how old is your little man now? He's two years old. Shout out to Vincent and, hey. and Mama, my, my he, partners in crime, Fry and Vivi. You better be asleep right now. Yeah, we, we should measure we're recording this. You you literally went from bedtime. You're like, okay, I'm yep. on my way. Yep, <laughs> yep. Right here, put the guy to bed. Yeah. Man normally, in bed normally, John and I record like you know, ten ten thirty in the morning. And I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, there's no. I got I got to catch you. I got to catch you after bed when you're just like, okay, thanks, thanks, Fry, for giving us <laughs> giving giving me damn for the evening. Um, some crispy onions are on your way. You will have eaten yeah. them by now. Um, by the time this comes out, it's coming out in a couple of days. But, um, oh man. I mean, this, I suppose, this is, I mean, you know, for someone like myself, I'm, you know, a, a decade and change younger than you. So I think when, when I get to see someone like yourself talk about something that just like clearly you're, you are, I'm, I, I'm sorry for not asking all the right hip-hop questions because my hip-hop knowledge is pretty limited. Sorry, this is Meatball Thoughts. Um, um, we got to talk food, man. We still got to spend some time on food. Yeah, whatever. We <laughs> fucking spend time on whatever we fucking spend time on. I don't know, man. It's, it, the, that's why, like, the other day you came into the diner and, and, and you're like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we'll just talk. We'll just talk. You're you're a hip hop nerd, and I like food, and we both like gangstar. This is cool. We'll be fine. <laughs> That's true. But I, you know, I was like, I don't know the restaurant industry that well, or no, the food and, scene as well as. And nor well, and who the fuck's gonna want to hear what I have to say about that? But you know what? I think. I think that I mean, and this this was a big thing for for when why I wanted to start this. I was just like, look, chefs chefs and people surrounding the food like you are surrounded by the hospitality industry you are an incredibly hospitable person it doesn't necessarily need to be about food it's just the the act of being hospitable you know when when a uh you know i was what 22 when a drunken 22 year old sits in front of you at the bar and just sells starts yelling fucking the cg point out or 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 work but work on i just you know belligerently being an asshole you 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 obliged and you're you 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 were hospitable in that nature and i think that's more 
that's more why I think I like having these conversations. They they don't necessarily need to revolve around food. It becomes True. this thing of like, you know what? Let's just I just I just want to see my friends smile and like obviously I think you are an incredibly interesting person. That's why I would want to capture your voice and put it on the internet. Respect. <laughs> you know, and it's and I'm just like what like what is it about cuz like there there must be like an innate kind of a you know i imagine you're a bit of a shithead everyone's a shithead when they're a fucking teenager right of course. Like, oh, yeah, you're a little troublemaker or just like or just kind of not cognizant of your surroundings or things like that mm-hmm. but like do you remember where that little switch was was it like okay i gotta go work as a dishwasher mm-hmm. or i gotta go get my ass kicked by this job and like you get a little more humbled and then you're like oh i gotta be nice to people Jeez, that switch. I can't think of a specific, like, incident or time, like, something that happened that made me, yeah. like, grow up. But um, maybe it was... Was me- it was it that my- gradual? Yeah I, think, yeah, I think it was, you know, more slowly over. But probably not until my, my 30s. I think I was late. Like, I enjoy. Yeah. I said I want to party and DJ and f- do fucking whatever I want for the rest of my life and then you kind of hit 30 and realize oh shit maybe I should maybe there's more to yeah, that's life kinda than what, that that's kind of where I'm maybe, at right now <laughs> yeah, then I, I met you know my, my, my co-partner Mylene and, and that's that's the end that's a, the fairy tale ends or starts there you know? like the light, new chapter of life starts you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah and then having a family we, you know we spent 10 almost 10 years together traveling the world and enjoying life before I we mm-hmm. decided to have a family so I think that too like again it was gradual you know it, it was yeah. it took me a long time to get to that point to realize that I, I did was okay with settling down and losing some of my independence and yeah. you know because it's uh, it's worth it the trade-off at the end and well I'm, uh, I don't regret my de- any of my decisions but um, yeah it certainly was a big change to adapt to um, especially having a kid but also just moving in with some like you know all that shit going through life so yeah for me it was just late I guess moving out of my my parents place getting you know my own place and a job and meeting someone you just you're forced to kind of to grow up sometimes not not everyone does that to each his own man I have a lot of friends who do their own thing and still like you know act like they're fucking 19 still partying (laughs) having fun so nothing wrong with that um yeah, I think to I'm, teach their own. We're not of that life, actually. <laughs> you well, you miss it when know. you you know you miss what you don't have, and uh, but yeah, no regrets, and that's why I'm looking forward to like maybe getting something started again with DJing, so I can feel a little bit like yeah, well, feel you, like you can you can have that little piece of your youth back exactly, right? in in a more responsible manner. <laughs> yeah. However, I don't feel like I'm as in tune with what the kids are listening to these days, but I play what the fuck I like and. I know, you know, from just years that I can put on, like, put a good, do a good party and DJ, uh, like, a good show. And, Fuck yeah, man. You know. If I ever get so married, I'm, you are that's going, not you're going, it's you're just, going to build the playlist no and doubt. then just sit no back doubt. and just done, enjoy the wedding. I've done a lot of our friends' <laughs> weddings, actually. Have you? Well, Ian. Like um, Ian, did you do Collins? I didn't do Collins. I did, uh, I've, there's no knock, of, no knock to Collins. We're just, <laughs> no knock to Collins. Shout out to Collins. Yeah. I missed that, too. Um. No, what's uh? The, I, I'm sorry, I'm trying to blank on his name right now. It's from Skippa. Oh, Robinson. Thank you, Ian. Yes, Ian. Yeah. The other Ian. Yes, Big shadow. Right. Yeah, his wedding too. And He's crushing right now. Have you gotten any of his oh, any of man. his boxes? That's got to be my favorite 
top five spots in the top three maybe in the city and definitely my favorite Japanese spot. Yeah. Skip by, yeah. Which I is wild because it. it's like you and I remember him when he started at Grand Electric. GE, yeah. And was just like, I don't know, I kind of like cook a food. and talk. <laughs> yeah. He's come a long way. Yeah. I know, man. It's crazy. Um, his food is incredible, man. That restaurant is is outstanding i love it i miss it i think i've only ordered once from there since the mm. pandemic i mean it's not cheap but it's so worth it and i know i just i live on the other end of the city but yeah I've, that's one yeah, of I my know, literally you'd have favorite. to go fucking you drive an Far, hour and yeah. 20 minutes yes. just to go pick it up to, to but it's come worth back it. an hour it's so 20. fucking good man shout out to you yeah i miss ge too man i miss the tacos I don't know, like, I haven't found any great Mexican spots out in the East End, so if you know no? any, let me know. There's, there's, there's some decent ones, but I haven't. Chula's not bad. Chula's okay, yeah. Not bad. Um, um, I mean, there's a couple, there's actually a, a couple of fucking, uh, like, Chilean, not Mexican, or, like, tacos, per se, but, like, yeah. the Ch- Chilean, like, um the big old sandwiches with a fuck ton of avocado on them i'm blanking on the name right now fucking amateur hour son <laughs> shit I'm not pretend uh it's completo is the name <laughs> oh of the i know completo. i know that i know yeah. that spot i've been there once so too. there's one on broadview and there's one over just uh like queen and right whatever the fuck um but uh they're not bad but yeah no you're right you're right i mean the east end's more like middle eastern style like I imagine you've been to Mahas. There's a lot. Oh, of course. Yeah. Fucking yeah. a, dude. Yeah. I literally. I, I don't. I don't know Except how many for the long times wait to get him, but yeah. It's I don't know how many <laughs> times on either the pod or just like people telling me, been like, you know, where should I go on the east end? I'm like, I've taken. I I don't wait for food, and like, you know, I don't wait for food. Yeah. I don't wait for a seat. I don't <laughs> wait for. If there wasn't a seat in front of you at the bar, back in the day at G, I'd be like, okay, I'll just fucking tell me when there is one. I'll come back. Because I don't want to yeah. sit over there. I want to sit right here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't wait for shit. Mahas is the only fucking place in the city I will wait for. And it's like... Holy fuck, dude. The amount of people I'm just like... If you... Like... You don't know how good Egyptian food can fucking be. Like, I didn't, I didn't fucking know before. And it's like... 70% of their fucking menu is vegan. Or potentially vegan. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the flavor profiles. I normally talk mad shit about vegans, (laughs) but like all the spices and shit, man. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm, I'm, my palate is so out of its element when I'm there, and it feels so good. Nice. It feels like, like the most humbling shit. It's solid and like fucking huge port or like Lortica. There's just like it's all those like Middle Eastern, Sri Lankan, Indian flavors in this part of town that are just better than the western right they're just done well there's little india right i mean udupi for dosas is the spot for vegetarian dosas um yeah i don't again i don't i'm I'm still exploring spots oh winona it's one of my favorite spots in the east end yeah have you eaten there i don't think so it's really dope what's that gerard east also it's like like farm to table kind it's really good seasonal menu it's those guys do it right really good yeah really good spot there's Um, also have you did you ever when you were in the east end did you ever have uh this guy matticchioni you ever heard of him no so he's this old school italian uh baker used to do um all the the doughs at taroni like way of this 20 
20, 30 years ago. Toroni's probably still my favorite restaurant in Toronto. Get I forgot. I just out. forgot. Really? Yeah, now that you said it. Well, it's like my go-to, like, state, like, yeah, it's probably just been like, there more times than any other restaurant. In yeah, you, you and I love it. every other person true, in the West End. True. <laughs> it's true, though, man. Like, we used to, we used to roll, I'd go to Toroni once every couple weeks. Yeah, it's like the atmosphere, everything, man. It's just like... Especially that back patio? Yeah. Jesus. Um, no, but Matty Keone, he was uh, he was one of their... He was the, like, dough guy. Bread and, and pizza and stuff. And then he opened Matty Keone's up on DuPont. And he just opened... They just opened an East End spot. Um, they've got, like, three mm-hmm. locations. One, like, North York. One, East End. And it's fucking crispy, man. So, like, so fucking good. Gerard and... Traditional Italian? Coxwell. No, it's like... It's like... It's oh, I mean everything's like a fucking bodega now, right? And which is hilarious that Toronto now has the term bodega when like you go to places like it's New York and it's just been yeah. there forever. Yeah. Um, but you know it's all that that grocery that high end more high end grocery stuff and then like pizzas and breads and and, and snacks and things like that. And, uh, my boy Cody Wilkes, shout out Cody Wilkes is um, he's he's the chef there and it's fucking. He's he's a he's a good man, good nice. ex, very very knows what he's doing. Um, we're sitting at about thirty two, thirty three minutes. Why don't we call it? I know you you're like your eyes just keep dropping, and I'm like I don't I don't want to keep you up, and I don't want to put you in a in a dangerous place <laughs> sorry, to get man. home. No, I'm I'm I'm, have, I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm just it's been a been a long day. I know, I know. And I don't, I don't respect want respect for having me on the show, hey, man. I appreciate. It. I like, I like. You and I are gonna chat. keep doing some work in the future because I got a couple more ideas about different scratches and 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 audio questions. I imagine for you. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Um, That's what I'm here for. Just want to say thank you. Appreciate you. I appreciate the warmth that your heart kind of emits, and. And I'm 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 glad to glad to know you as a friend. It's only for you, Tom. Tom. It's only for you. <laughs> if Ben was here, you know, it's a different it's a different relationship. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a love he's, hate. He's a, it's a hard ass. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm just that's, joking. That's, I an, love, that's an old school mentality love of love. Yeah. And and I I choose to be as open as I possibly can <laughs> with it. I even I've even told him on occasion, you know, hey man, really appreciate what you do. And he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't <laughs> he know how to respond. He doesn't know. He's just like, all right, whatever. I'll just keep fucking working or some shit. Um, Shout out White Lily. That's the best. That's another. Yeah. Fucking best restaurant in the city. Best diner in the city for this sure. This is true. This is well. I don't know about best. I. Oh fuck! I, I do. I, uh, I just had the best <laughs> toasted Western sandwich you ever had in your life. I'm not fucking lying. It was I try. Incredible. I try not to say best. Okay. Or at least I, I try not to, but you can't you, you can all sure, day. It's definitely sure. your favorite. These guys are proper. Yeah. yeah. What other what other diner do you know that employs a full time baker? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Donuts. Um but anyways, uh there's quite a few shouts at the end there, so we won't do the, the end of the episode shout out, but love you. We appreciate you. you too, Maybe next me. time if we can get you on another time. Hopefully John can be here and uh and he can provide a little more um courteous insight For instead sure, of man. my just raw screaming the c word as you like I'd, to I'd say i'd love to come <laughs> back and talk to both of y'all meat, meatball thoughts okay. y'all meatball heads love you buddy all right man Ciao, peace ciao. homie
guys. Thank you for listening. As always, if you have any comments or concerns, please hit us up at MeatballThoughts on Instagram or email MeatballThoughts at gmail.com. We love you and appreciate your support. Bye for now.